back refreshed for another season, Denny. Good morning to you. Great to have you back, mate. Great to be back. Morning, Mido. Morning, Laurie. Um, quiet summer, pup. Uh, well, it's not over yet, buddy. So lock yourself in. We might have some breaking uh, news be, this weekend. If you're coming on Friday, put your seatbelt on. I've been speaking to Coda NASA, and uh, you know there could be room for you somewhere, Michael. Oh dear. Yeah, it's been. Um, it's interesting. Been, it, that's, that's been an interesting that's summer. That's the right word. Yeah, yeah. You're what about yourself? Me, I, I work for Channel 9. Are you okay to talk to me? Something no, right, definitely or? not. Okay. No, very quiet, mate. I, apart from seeing you um, down at uh, Rose Bay one day, that was probably one of the highlights of my summer, you know, nice. seeing you there. and Had my little girl uh, with me, didn't I? Very, very quiet, mate. Very quiet. Yeah. Unlike some other people were in this conversation. Mm. Well, nice to have you back anyway, buddy. We've missed you. Thank you, Michael. You've been too quiet. When are you going to get back to your normal self? Who? You. Oh, I've, been, <laughs> I've been too quiet. You've been too quiet. I need you to get back to being normal. For a week. For a week. The poor old Daily Mail is going out of business. Oh, no. Seriously. Mate, you played the wrong anyway. sport. You should have played no, rugby they got league. Me. They got me again on the weekend. <laughs> yeah, I should have played league. You're you right. You should have played oh, league. Oh, no. Speaking of... <laughs> Mudgy, what's happened? Dragons, tell us. Oh well, let's let's leave Michael out of this conversation. For um, once. A couple of a couple of uh, St George players probably had a little bit too much to drink uh, and were involved in a heated exchange in the very early hours after the uh, after their pretty poor performance in the Charity Shield. Musgrove uh, and Ravalara are the players. Um, and look, I, I'm not saying this is the biggest incident that. Uh, has happened to the Dragons, not even in the last probably, um, you know, few months. But it is a concerning fact that players are getting into heated heated um, arguments. And, you know, that's that's as much as we can report at the moment. Uh, I don't know if there's going to be any more to it. Uh, but the club is saying there was definitely uh, no punches, uh, was nothing like that. However, it was loud enough to get people up and... Um, and interested and required teammates to get involved. So the Dragons probably don't need any dramas, let alone, you know, blokes arguing with each other loudly and perhaps vigorously as well. And um, I think that club right now um, needs everything to be smooth because they had a, uh, you know, a pretty poor off-season. They've had, uh, obviously, injury and other players in trouble as well. And it seems to be a, a pattern at the Dragons that... They can't stay out of the headlines for um, obviously the wrong reasons. And, you know, they've got a coach who's, I mean, everybody would agree his career is on the line, uh, particularly over the first couple of months at that club. And, um, you know, nothing nothing feels good coming out of the Dragons at the moment. I mean, um, you, wouldn't, you couldn't say that they're a, a team you could tip for the top eight with any uh, confidence. Uh, you're more likely to say that, uh, they're, they're a strong chance to finish in the bottom four. Uh, and every part of that club is going to get questioned, isn't it? The, the behaviour, uh, the coach, the recruitment, um, the money the money ball strategy uh, that they employed uh, appears to be a flop. Um, and they're going to they're gonna be back on that rebuilding, um, that rebuilding situation, which the Dragons fans are just sick of. What's the... Um What's the situation with Nathan Cleary 
Danny, I saw something last night about him uh, kicking that goal from the sideline to, to level the scores the other night, and he's copying some criticism. Look, What's happened there? Look, so he, he after the after he kicked that goal, which is a fantastic goal, he tapped his arms, and I think it's a thing that American sportsmen do. You know, ice in my veins. I, I think the Penrith players are, are very influenced by American sports stars. I know they all love their American sports, and I, personally, I haven't seen that in... in in the American sport, I don't watch it that closely, but speaking to people around Penrith, that's that's Danny. But uh, a bit of data is wrong. I, I have no issue with it. Um, I, I like to see players show some personality and character, and you know those who want to bag them for doing that are the ones who also then say, "Oh, players are too boring." Well, uh, my dealings with with Nathan Cleary, firstly, is that he is humble beyond words. I wish he was more outspoken in some of you know in some of the situations that he's been in. And um, I think the Penrith players are also, yes, uh, they can, they are confident. But I, I like that in sportsmen as well. I, I'm not going to bag them for that. Um, you know, we saw them get criticised for the way they celebrate tries. We saw them, you know, Luai getting trouble for calling Parramatta, you know, saying they're, they're his sons or daddies or who was that? Was that the front rower, Fisher-Harris? I mean, so they've, they've had their they've had their issues uh, in terms of people not liking the way they carry themselves and questioning their culture, but I'm not one of those people. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and bag Nathan Cleary uh, for, for tapping his arm or showing some personality, uh, and I think people have just got to move on from that. What's your early thoughts on Penrith this year, Denny? Do you think they can make it through in a row or you're a bit more reserved and you think those players that you know moved on at the end of last season are, are going to hurt them yeah it's going to hurt them I think um, I think of of the last few years this is their most vulnerable year um, and look the loss of May is big too isn't it he, he's a tremendous player and uh, they let you know Staines go uh, May's injured uh, obviously for me I mean Billy Kickhouse, uh, I think he's the best edge forward or back rower in the game at the moment. Particularly, uh, we, we all credit his attack, but his defence is outstanding as well. Uh, and the creativity of, of Appy, um, the the extra you know millisecond that he gives the the likes of Cleary and Luai to do their to do their stuff. I think that's going to be, you know, there's going to be a fair bit of pressure on um, Mitch Kenny. Like, he's he's a he's a very very different player to Appy, um, but he, he he brings a lot of his own right. I'm not bagging him at all. He's but he's more of a, you know, he's more of a machine than a, a magician, isn't he? He's mm. he's uh, brutal in defence and uh, he he's very fit. He sets standards within that team, even though he's too modest to admit that, but. The way you know, he's he's a very strong uh, personality around that club in terms of his work ethic and things like that. But he's different to Appy, so I think yes, Penrith are vulnerable. Um, I still think they're you know I still think they're going to be there or thereabouts grand final. Uh, I, I think that if you're looking for grand finalists um, at this early stage, uh, I think the main contenders would be Penrith, Roosters. I think it's disappointing if if the Roosters uh, after the way they didn't really trouble anyone last year in terms of winning the comp. Uh, they, they bowed out pretty early. I think they were really disappointing. Uh, one of the biggest disappointments uh, of the year last year. 
and I think that unless they make a grand final, it's below uh, what their roster indicates. Mm. And I think South seem to, you know, are grabbing me a little bit as well. Um, I, I like their, their side. I think it's got a nice balance to it. Uh, I know they haven't got superstars in the forwards, but I, I do like it. And if, if Latrell can stay on the field for you know, most of the year, I, I think they're a massive, massive threat this year. And then you've got the other contenders, the, um, you know, the Melbournes and the Paras. And, and I don't think it's going to change a hell of a lot. But they're, they're the teams that I think are really um, right up there uh, this year. In your column in the Sun-Herald on the weekend, you wrote about, well, Souths have tried to pinch back Joseph Swali'i. And uh, what do you think will happen with as far as his next contract is concerned, Danny? Yeah, so they, the situation is that um, South uh, had an offer to Swali'i of, um, I think it was 2.7 over three years, which is pretty standard for what he's, what he's going to be. It was 800, 900, 1 million. Uh, and that's, I reckon that's around the mark for what he's worth in the NRL at the moment. Um, he's, he's going to be a devastating player and he's going to, he could dominate the comp, um, you know, this year and in years to come. And I think that's for South to want to offer that kind of money. I think that's about right. I think that South are trying to say it was a plan B if Latrell Mitchell didn't sign, but I, I don't really know if that if that's the truth in, in that story. I think that, yeah, they, I think this offer came mid-year to to Joseph, uh, and I think that was well before Latrell signed up. So I think they were genuinely interested in signing Joseph Suali from the Roosters, and where he's going to end up, well. You know, that's a that's a tough one. Um, he's got one of these rolling contracts that basically says he's a free agent all the time. And I I know for a fact the Roosters aren't going to cop being mucked around by his agent Isaac Moses. Uh, they don't they don't like uh, the fact that you know they haven't got an answer yet. They want an answer, uh, and if they don't get the answer they they want, uh, they they move on. But I think they'd like to keep him. Obviously they. Uh, Nick Politis is a huge fan of his, uh, and you know, he wants him to be a key player for the Roosters in years to come. But the Roosters can strike. I mean, they've they've um, signed up Dom Young overnight, or he's agreed, and uh, yeah, that, that he's a winger who who is in a lot of ways um, you know similar to to Joseph, isn't he? He's big, strong, fast, can leap. Uh, I think I think uh, my view is that Joseph's a better player, um, but he's still a very very good player. Um, and you know the Roosters just keep on signing the best of the best, so they won't they won't be mucked around by agents. Um, and I know that Nick Politis has done too many big deals in in rugby league and outside of rugby league to be dictated to by a player agent. What about? Mitch Moses, Denny, what's your gut, uh, gut feel sorry. or have you got any info on where he may end up? Well, this is a classic example of a club being mucked around by an agent, isn't it? Mm. Well, and, you just don't know what well, he's doing at the moment. He's Well, we're, we're, we were told the agent was going to give an answer before Christmas, uh, then a few weeks later and then before uh, before the season. I, I'm not brave enough to predict um, where Mitchell Moses went. Um, I'm not going to try to um, gather that information, mm. um, but you know, 
obviously the money is going to be better at the Tigers. Um, and I guess if but Mitchell has said he wants to win competitions. So I'm not sure who do you think's got more chance of winning a comp oh. in the next like five years? Harold the Tigers. No brainer. No what do you mean neither? No brainer. Well I'm asking. Oh Tig's easy. Tigers will win three out of the next ten years. It is a fascinating. It's honestly three a fascinating GFs, question. Three GFs. You used to have a noose apart. Three GFs <laughs> in the next ten years. Well, they've recruited well. The They're going to win three. We're going to win three in the next ten years. You are. Are you really? coming back to bit, get on the board and be the chairman? That sounds, that that sounds like a chairman that comment. That's what it takes. <laughs> <laughs> See, whatever they, it takes. They need, three in the next they ten. Need, Oh, look, I'd be happy for that to happen, Michael. I'd, I'd, that'd Me be too. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is so a I, fascinating question, though, mm. to, because I, I, I think Parramatta will go backwards this year, mm. and I think the Tigers will improve, but how much will mm. they improve? Mm. You know, well, well, they win four they, games. They've got a comp in them. I mean, they've definitely improved their roster. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, and I think I like uh, some of their forwards. You know, I do. I like – I think they're solid – um, and they, you know, if they, if you add a Mitchell Moses into that equation, yeah, look, I, I think um, I, I'm, I can be correct on this, but I believe that stats-wise, he's, I think he's got the the best um, scoring strike rate out of any of the halfbacks. So he's a real, he's an attacking yeah. weapon. Oh, he's good on the a, weekend, and too. he's a big body. Yeah. He's a big body, and he looked fantastic in the trial. Um, but then again, you know, we don't judge too much in the trials, but I think that. I think that he's, you know, a tremendous player. And, yes, whichever club he ends up going to will be better for having him there. We'll get you to give us a fearless grand final prediction next week, Denny. But appreciate your time and uh, it's great to have you back. I'm just happy that Pup's on the radio. and You too. Don't Wolverine. worry. So am I. <laughs> <laughs> Love it to speak Remember, to you, Michael, we're still the one. No doubt. Still my favourite. Put it that way. See you, Michael. See you, champion. Bye, Daddy. Hey, guys.